<laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Randy Bruce from Survivor Now, your go-to source for international and U.S. Survivor. My team and I have been putting in the work to bring you even more content covering everyone's favorite competition show. We now offer more content than ever over on our YouTube page through our new subscription tier system. Sign up today for either our casual, superfan, or the tribe tiers to get exclusive content only available for our most committed listeners. Prices start at just 99 cents a month, and our top membership, the tribe, is only $5.99 a month. Come on, come on. You cannot beat that price for exclusive videos, interviews, and meet and greets with your favorite Survivor castaways. Head on over to our YouTube page to subscribe today. And don't forget to check out all of the content that we offer at www.survivornowpodcast.com. Hello, 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 and good morning, everyone. Thank you for choosing us to spend your morning with. Uh, welcome to the Survivor. Wait, wait, hold on. Reverse the time, whatever thing you <laughs> Hold on, stop. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, stop. This is not a Survivor Now podcast. This is currently a Big Brother Now podcast. You can see the logo that we have down in the bottom uh, left-hand corner. Does it make sense? Not really. We don't care. Uh, but as always, I am Randy, and today I am joined by Jack from Survivor Stockwatch and the Survivor Now team. Uh, this we haven't done a show together, so I no. This is our to- first one. This is our first one. It's exciting. And we exciting and we and we start off with Big Brother. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm going to be on many more of these recap episodes. We'll see if I can make it through the season. But I am here to host the first one and cover what we witnessed last night. So before we get into the shocks and the twists, uh, Jack, how much of a, a Big Brother fan are you? Um, So I got into Big Brother because I've been playing online reality games for a while, uh, and Big Brother games were some of the best games they had to offer. So I joined these games, and I was like, okay, well, I know nothing about it, so I might as well start watching some of the seasons. And so I started watching the most uh, current season, and I think that was season 20, and I just watched the episodes for that. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then I watched 21, and I thought, wow, this sucks. But Tommy Bracco, I I actually personally knew him, and he he was really awesome. Yeah, I met him at a, a, a theater conference, and we had a really great conversation. Um, and then BB 22, I was like, all right, I'll watch this 23 was the first season and first time where I was like, all right, I'm going to get like super like deep invested into this. So I had Paramount plus ready to go. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start watching the feeds for this. When you really watch the feeds and you're up till 4am watching the feeds, that's when you really become a fan. And so not only did I do that. But I started watching all these previous seasons, all the greats, 14, 10, uh, 7, 17, like all these awesome seasons. And, you know, I'm not going to say I'm as crazy as super fan as Survivor. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm Survivor first. Um, but Big Brother is definitely something that I like. And if, you know, I was a normal person on the outside, I'd be like, yeah, I like Big Brother. It's a good show. And then I say, oh, yeah, I have, like, 
obsessed with Survivor. But case in point, uh, I like Big Brother, and I became a fan uh, a couple years ago. So. I mean, I, I kind of I feel that because I think I started watching season 23, which, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe was the season of The Cookout. It was. Um, I got very far into it, and then I just fell behind. I started seeing results from the live feeds, which kind of ruined the experience for me when mm-hmm. you knew who head of household was going to be, who won the power of veto, et cetera, before the episode even aired. Uh, and then, so I got very far, but fell out of it last year. I didn't get as far, but I still watched like, I don't know, probably the first six episodes <laughs> or so, and then got out of it. Um, so I'm really trying to, I'm trying, like I'm trying Don't to get into it. And we have to this season. We have to. Yeah. We're, we're kind mean, of obligated. It's a perfect season, not only to really finally get into Big Brother, but also to finally start covering it because we started covering Survivor with season 41. This new era, it was a landmark season for Survivor. And this is a landmark season. It's the 25th season of Big Brother. I will say, unlike Survivor, I don't think I'm ever going to go back and like rewatch past seasons because I feel like. Uh, uh, yeah, if you want to like get some context, like, maybe an episode or two, but you know. Yeah, I feel like you need those live feeds. But thank you for everyone who has woken up and joined us this morning. Uh, don't forget to check out all of our content on our website, survivornowpodcast.com. Check us out on social medias and become a member of the fan community today. You see the prices down there in the bottom right-hand corner. We have some very exciting exclusive stuff coming up for you later on this year when Survivor coverage starts. Um, So, yeah, I'll get all that out of the way. Let's start. We're going to kind of go in order here, but we need to talk about what everyone wants to listen (laughs) to. We are a Survivor show. (laughs) Suri is an official house guest of Big Brother 25, and this comes after the reason that a lot of us Survivor fans jumped on the bandwagon is because you had Zach's, Zach from season 42. You had his brother on this season, Corey. And then you had Suri's son, Jared, on this season as well. So there was that Survivor connection. And then there was a rumor that started to come out on Twitter about how the 17th mystery castaway that Big Brother was talking about was going to be Suri. And some people are like, nah, get this out of my head. It's not going to happen. And it ended up happening and they yeah. showed it. They showed us the reveal before a commercial break. And I actually missed it. I was on my phone posting. No, it. you missed it. I started I, screaming. I missed the initial reveal. My mom was watching it. She doesn't know who Suri is or she just doesn't remember. Oh. Um, and I was literally like, this is the girl that everyone thinks going to be on this season. She's a survivor legend. Uh, and she was like, Randy, there was a girl in the kitchen. Uh, she was a girl with like her hair put up, kind of looked like an older lady. I was like, "What?" And I didn't oh, see it. No. So I, missed, I missed that like little tease, but I saw it obviously when they came back. Uh, but Jack, how shocked were you when the when the rumors were coming out? Uh, were you expecting Suri? Um, first of all, I got to say this is groundbreaking stuff. Right, this is groundbreaking. We've had Big Brother and Survivor on Amazing Race. We've had Big Brother and Amazing Race on Survivor. Never have we had another CBS show. I think no, no, we had Amazing. Okay, we had Amazing Race on Big Brother in season seventeen, and there were two people. Uh, this is the first time Survivor has ever touched Big Brother. The Survivor native comes on Big Brother. This is this is this is nuts. This is 
no, literally it's insane. Huge. It is a, a cross network marketing out the wazoo, and I think it is very awesome to see. That being said, um, I love Suri. Suri is one of my favorites. I really think this was a great opportunity to throw in a BB legend, though. I I really think that while Suri is definitely going to be fantastic, and I kind of see already is, um, I'm really upset that we didn't get to see um, a big legend return. Um, there were three people in the episode who blasted the time, Ray, the corniest stuff alive. Yeah, um, we're going to get to that later, a little bit we'll, later. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I really, out of those three, I really, really wanted to see Danielle Reyes come from that. Now, now yeah. help someone who's never seen Big Brother. Is that the okay. lady who kept talking about the wiener that she humiliated herself on? That, okay, so there were three. Uh, the first was Frankie, the guy. Grande, um, yes. Yeah, he played season 16. He got fifth. He got screwed in the game because he was HOH at Final Five and he was going to go to Final Four. However, because of a, uh, a button twist where you press the button, it reversed the entire week back to the HOH. So it changed the entire results of the week. A different person, I think it was Caleb, uh, Caleb Reynolds, who was yes, survivor, became, yeah. um, became HOH oh, I'd be uh, and eliminated Frankie. Oh, I completely changed it. It was really bad. Brittany Haynes, the blonde girl who talked about slipping off of the wiener. Um, she played season 12 and season 14 in her first season. She made it very far. I think to fourth before she got eliminated by an alliance um, called the brigade. One of the most uh, dominant alliances in big brother history that she had no idea was an actual line. Something, and something so, about brigades, the Black Widow Brigade, and yeah, something about brigades. We're getting there. The brigade, who the winner of the uh, the winner of the season was in the brigade. The winner of the season was Hayden, who played Blood versus Water. Mm. You start to get a little bit of themes here. Um, and then she came back in season fourteen, and while she wasn't as screwed this time. She was the subject of one of the greatest strategic moves in reality TV history being Dan's funeral, which Dan went up in public, basically said his final goodbyes to everybody, and then completely lambasted his number one to get himself off the block and save himself. And then Daniel Reyes, the person that I wanted to see the most, played on season three, was going to win the game 7-0, to zero, hands down, except for the fact that the jury could see all of the diary rooms. It's like if in Survivor, the jury got to see all your confessionals and all the crap you were talking about every other oh, person. Th that's not right, yeah. Yeah, and so Danielle, because she was talking crap about the jury... She didn't get the jury's votes, and she lost in second place. Who she came back and lost more. I, that's that's the great. That's the that's the thing. Um, she comes back in All Stars, and she doesn't really get that screwed over. But the point is, Daniel Reyes hadn't been on our screens since All Stars, and she might have come back for All Stars too. Uh, BB twenty two. She uh, she didn't have the time. 
So mm. I really wanted to see Danielle in there, and I really wanted to see how she would play again. Brittany, I was like, okay, it'd be cool to see Brittany again. I did not want to see Frankie again. <laughs> I don't like Frankie. I feel like most people don't. I'm, I'm embracing my Frankie today. Like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I just had to. I just, we had Oliver in the chat. He says, I also don't know what I screamed louder for. Seeing uh, Surreal on Big Brother or Randy's colorful shirt that I'm living for. Thank you, Ollie. Uh, and then to, to add on to this conversation, Jack, we do have them. By the way, if you guys want to join in the conversation, feel free to leave yes, us a comment. Yes, uh, Ollie says, is this where we will start to see more Survivor Castaways on the show? Personally, not, I hope. I'm going to wager, and I'm going to say no. I think that's a pretty sound explanation to why. This season is about the multiverse, and the multiverse can be a lot of things. The multiverse can be all the Big Brother seasons from the past. It can also be all other kinds of shows, and I think that's where they're probably leaning for this. Um and so if there were any season to bring more Survivor players in and maybe even have a mashup of returning Big Brother players, returning Survivor players, things like that, this would be the time. So I don't think there's really going to be that much integration in that regard, especially since Survivor stopped casting Big Brother players way back in, like, season 32. Um, like, the whole, like, mid 20s early 30s was all about like the other shows and how they kind of came into the fold um i i don't think it's going to happen anymore for big brother if it does it's going to be great but i really don't think it's going to happen as frequent as maybe we'd like it to happen i i mean i think this is the perfect time though i mean we all know this might be a shitty thing to say but we know that big brother is not on the level of survivor when it comes to viewership numbers yep. and you got to try something to get those viewership numbers up and i'm really interested to see after this premiere what the viewership numbers were compared to the past couple premieres because getting a big name not only in survivor but in the reality tv community as a whole yes sir Suri is known across the world like i would yes. be shocked if there's more than maybe one or two people who don't know who she is in the house and that was a big topic on the live feeds last night was like, tell us about your time on Survivor. Oh, my gosh. I'm such a big fan of yours. Um, we're going to get into I mean, we can get into it a little bit here before we go on to the rest of the show. Her son in in like literally on the season said he doesn't want anybody to know about his famous mother. And I'm sitting here. And even though last night they were acting like they were meeting for the first time, I'm sitting here and I'm like, surely someone has to know that that is her son because I will, I will already say i know that somebody knows that um Suri and jared are related izzy knows i mean that I was Suri gonna say, and jared are related. i was gonna say he goes to like every live event with her like every yeah. time uh, bryson win present or like some event in new york and i it doesn't surprise me that it's izzy because she lives in new york i'm like if you go to any of these events and meet your favorite survivor reality TV star. Suri is at like everyone in New York and her son and her husband are always there with her. And she is an easy person to talk to. I remember the first time I spoke with her, she introduced me to her son and said, he's trying to get on a show too. So I was just sitting there. I'm like, you might as well not lie about it because there's going to be somebody in the house that knows you two are related. That is really, really, really scary. This is an, evolution of the twin twist which has been on big brother a couple times where 
uh, twins would switch in and out of the game because they look identical, uh, and they would try to be the same person. That twist has been very good and has worked out very well. I don't know about this. I don't know if this is a twist. I don't know. Like, I don't – because having a mom and son who are outwardly like, oh, yeah, this is my son. Oh, yeah, this is my mom. Unless you're playing, like, a very specific pair back in Big Brother 8, um, Dick and Danielle Donato, who were part of the family's twist that were separated a long time ago. You said, you said um, Dick and Danielle? His name was Dick? Dick and, Dick and Danielle. Really? Yeah. His real name was Evil Dick, because uh, he's actually evil. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and these two, they were father and daughter. And they went all the way to the final two together. Wow. Unless you can repeat that success, it's going to be very rough if you reveal to everybody that you are mom and son. Unless you can repeat the Dickie Daniel success. And that was a very, very specific, strange scenario that I don't even want to get into the metrics of because it's insane. But the point of it is, yeah, this is tough. Like, how I don't know how they're going to navigate this, especially since one person already just completely knows and Corey definitely probably already knows as well. I was well, going to say, Corey has to know. He yeah. was like, in, he knows everything about every reality show, it seems like. Yeah. So you have two people that already know. Like, when is the ball going to drop if they're going to try and keep it secret? This is going to be a lot tougher than just an estranged uh, family pair, right? So. This is not going to be the last time we talk about Sari or her son, Jared, because he was involved in a a major twist that we're going to get to later. So yes. let's move on from all the three chat now, and let's get into the show itself. So I will say I enjoy Big Brother. I think it's wacky. I like some of the challenges. We're going to get into those, and we're going to get into some of my complaints as well. I will say, like, right off the bat, one of my complaints is how long it takes to get going. I saw a tweet online that said, Oh, my God. Uh, Someone was like, who loves watching four people aimlessly walk uh, through the house like it's an Ikea for five minutes before they pick the challenge? And it's just silent. I'm like, I wish it was just a little faster introducing everyone. And we knew going into it with what Big Brother is, it, it was going to be like an hour of just introductions and videos and stuff like that. So we won't spend too long on it, but we will talk about who stood out to us from the first eight house guests. And forgive me, I didn't warn Jack about this whatsoever. So if you accidentally <laughs> say someone from the second half, uh, that's fine. I do know someone and I'll, I'll just, I got to get her name. I was going to say, bear with us because it's- I can go ahead and I can go and uh, Yeah, go ahead if you, if you have yours. I, I had her name pulled up in my head and then I forgot it. All right. We've talked a lot about Jared. Um, we love Jared. Jared's obviously someone that's going to stand out to us. So I'm not going to spend uh, more time on that. The two people that I um, are, I'm very interested in, and I want to see how they do, uh, are Blue and Jack. Blue is a very interesting personality, a very spicy personality, and yeah. I think I'm interested to see how she integrates because a lot of times when people on big brother come onto the show and they say oh i have a spicy personality i'm gonna spice things up they often become very boring and do absolutely nothing um i don't think that's the case with blue i think she actually means i think she's actually genuine that she's an actually very 
spicy personality. And so I'm interested to see how that carries through the show. And then the other person um, that I want to look out for is Jag. Jag is a smart guy, and he's also a funny guy. Uh, Jag was the first to complete that whole wire challenge. Uh, and he, I mean, it might have been easy, but he did it really quick. I like Jag um, a lot. Yeah, and based on how I'm reading the feeds, he seems to be hitting it off. He seems to be a very charismatic person, not too threatening. I think Jag's going to be a definite sleeper, a definite sleeper pick, and I think he's someone everybody needs to watch for making a pretty good run. Ooh, I, I, I love those picks. I love Jag. I really do. He was one of my favorites who came in with the, with the second group. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I got her name, McColl. I really like McColl. Uh, she is so intelligent and I don't know what it is about her. Let me just say she ran in the challenge last night in heels. Yeah. She ran in that first challenge. I don't know how you, how you do that. I lost a bet one time, had to wear heels. They hurt as hell. It, like, I don't know how you do that, but she graduated from high school at the age of 16. She said she had her master's at the age of, I want to say 20. It is, that is insane to me. She seems incredibly intelligent she seems social i feel like she's going to get along with much of the house and i just feel like she has what it takes to be such a good player in this game and then who stood out from the second group this is someone that has a lot of people talking america stood out like she seems like she yeah. has an amazing personality as well and the thing with America is she's on no social media. There's no trace of her anywhere. There's no history of anyone with that name, I guess. And a lot of people are saying they think with this multiverse twist that she created like an alternate personality or something. I don't know if I would say that. There's a lot of people in the world that just don't do social media. They think it's very healthy to not be on social media. Um, and it, it probably is. I wouldn't know. I'm on it <laughs> entirely way too much. But there was something about America as well. Just her bright personality. I feel like she's genuine. And then obviously you took the guy that I was really a fan of in Jag. Jag just seems, he seems like a great dude. Someone that I would love to hang with. So those are some of the people who like stood out to me. Was there anyone in particular, Jack, that you weren't vibing with? That I wasn't vibing with. Yeah, um, and I didn't. I didn't have this question out there, but I feel like it's something. Yeah, to talk it's about pretty, right off of it. It's pretty reasonable. Uh, I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go with a first impression uh, one that I didn't really vibe with, and then one from a actual seeing that I'm not vibing with. Uh, first impression, <clears throat> I don't vibe with Cameron. Uh, he yeah. um, he seems like a very normal guy, and it seems like a nice guy. That being said, that's not entertaining. And he's the type of guy who is going to be a loyal number for a big alliance and ride it out all the way to the end. He's a ch He seems like the champion of a let's ride an eight-person alliance to the final eight because that tends to happen on Big Brother. And when that happens and when it actually becomes true and it's not an exciting alliance, it makes for some of the worst seasons ever. Uh, and so Cameron seems like the type who's just going to ride with that wave. The other person that I don't really have a good vibe from, and this is because she like actively 
has made herself kind of a mess in the house so far is Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten. Yes. Yes. This is Kirsten, exactly who I was going to. Kirsten is uh, one of the people on the block, and we'll get to that. Um, but she has been overplaying out of her mind. And honestly, a lot of people have predicted that. Like, it's kind of uncanny how many people I've seen preseason say, oh, yeah, Kirsten is going to blow up. Kirsten's going to flame out. And it's actually happening. Like, it's kind of insane. But I don't like people who overplay, and it's not fun to watch. I'm not sure if Kirsten overplaying is going to be fun to watch. There was a person <coughs> on um, Big Brother 23 named Frenchie, and he is one of the – most insane and entertaining cases of overplaying in Big Brother history. Oh, he, he, oh my God. He is fantastic, and his arc is so entertaining. Um, I don't know about Kirsten. I, I'll wait till the Sunday episode to see how Kirsten uh, is shown on TV and if she's actually like an entertaining overplayer, but I get the vibe that she's overplaying, and while I don't want to see people underplaying and laying too low, I want I don't want to see people just going over the top and flaming themselves out. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I just feel like, I don't know, watching some of the live feeds last night and watching her have conversations, it just wasn't like I wasn't feeling the vibe. I wasn't feeling like people were really that into the conversations they were having with her. So that does mm-hmm. have me concerned for her moving forward. Uh, thing about Cameron... Um, and Ollie said in the group chat, Cameron is going to be a human extra vote. Very, exactly. yeah, very well could be. Uh, someone last night, I can't remember who said it. This is, I will say, this is a really dark thing to say about someone you just met, but someone said they were giving that Cameron was giving serial killer vibes. Oh, I, I, I did see that. I, I, no, no, he was in the military. There's, they're very, it's a very regimented thing to do he has, like very... a ten, he has like a 10 year old child or eight year old or wh- whatever like, guys the, guys come on he's a country military guy how like ex- extraneous and how you know over the top can he be he's a very relaxed person i think that's fine I, I, I am i am concerned that he's a little bit too drawn back and too reserved to mm-hmm. be successful on this game a game where i feel like you have to be more social than anything with everyone. I have like, I have a fear that he's going to be someone you wake up in the morning. You want to talk to people you're, you know, you're interested in you're friends with. And I just have that fear that not a lot of people are going to be going to Cameron, wanting to chat with Cameron unless he like joins in the conversation. Um, I, well, I thought the same thing about red too. And red seemed like he was fitting in amazingly last night. He was doing pretty good. So so we gotta we gotta get there are some down moments from this first episode. Let's get to the first one. We alluded to it earlier. Three legends return to reverse their fates in three minutes of or three to five minutes, I can't remember how long, of the cheesiest television I've ever seen. And someone and this is coming from an actor, someone who's trained to in acting classes and stuff. Someone posted on Twitter saying, can we officially agree that reality TV stars are not actors? Because that was, oh, that was a mess. From the moment Frankie Grande twirled into the room, 
it was just it wasn't necessary i mean the the best part about it was the little reaction clips that they had of the cast seeing it it live and you had like a like multiple faces that were just like dead like i remember <laughs> one guy in particular like i said forgive me i'm still learning the names the doctor we saw Hassan. His uh, psalm is that his name? Hisam. Yeah, his psalm. Yeah, his psalm. He s stood there for a good, like, they had his face on screen for a good, like, 30, <laughs> 40 seconds with the most stupid look on his face. Like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> like, it was just so, uh, so confused. Apologies to all those not watching the YouTube feed and can't see her face. But yeah, he was just, I mean, Jack, this, this was stupid. <laughs> this was <The> look. <laughs> Look, I when I started watching the show back in BB20, I thought, okay, this is a little corny, but it's all right. And then you realize that Big Brother is like one of the cheesiest shows of all time. And I'm like, now that I'm a feeds watcher, I'm so glad that I am because sometimes watching the episodes is excruciating because of how ridiculously over the top and stupid it is. Um it's yeah, like seeing three BB legends is awesome. They're not actors. I've actually uh, seen a recap of a movie where Frankie Grande was actually a prominent like actor in one of them. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. And just, people, just, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. People already don't like Frankie Grande. Yes. Is that, so like, you got two legends that people like and then you got frankie grande who i mean it doesn't affect me i've never seen him play or whatever i've never seen any of these people play but i'm saying die hard like that's like i don't know that's like survivor nowadays doing something with this and bringing in russell hands who is someone that like a lot of people actively dislike and you just sit there and you question it and you're like is that really a choice we should have made? Like, if we're trying right. to bring back nostalgia, there, there isn't someone else you could have got. I, I don't know if that was the wisest choice by the, the CBS and Big Brother team to bring back Grande. Not sure. I, I I think it's okay because I think, in a way, they were trying to talk about the people who were screwed by twists or very, like, strong circumstances, like alliances that were completely unknown or things like that. So Frankie was definitely a person that fit the bill. But there's also a lot of other people that fit the bill. Um, like, I don't know, the person who got out in Big Brother 14 in like four hours by no thing. This is the person I wanted to come back. Jody from yeah, you Big Brother 14. Yeah, yeah. To give a point of reference, Big Brother 14 was a season where four coaches came back into the game. Dan Geesling, the winner of Big Brother 10, Mike Boogie, the win the winner of Big Brother All-Stars, Janelle, Janelle, and Brittany, who was also in that little uh, time thing. They picked players to be on their teams, and then those players would compete in competitions. The coach's team that lost um, would have all three of their new players on the block, and the coach had to evict one of them within four hours of the game starting. Dan's team lost, and Dan had three players. Jody, I think, like, some girl named Kara, and then um, Danielle, another just uh, random player. Dan evicted Jody. But the point is, After Jody did not hours. get 
Jody did not get time to socialize. Jody did not get time to save herself. Jody had to either do well in the competition or she was going home. And she did the worst out of the three, so she went home. It is the worst night one eviction ever in Big Brother history. And I wanted Jody to not only be in that time thing, but also come back. On because, this season, yeah, get a second chance. Yeah. Because that is really opening the multiverse, and that is really exploring the options. Because Jody got four hours in the house where feeds—I don't even think feeds were up. So she she got an episode. That's it. And I, I think mean, it's Jack, very important. Jack, you should be on the writing team. I mean, this cast is amazing, but like they seem really cool. But that would have been a multiverse season to have. That would have made this time lapse thing seem relevant. It doesn't even yeah. really seem relevant. It, like you should have a ton of people who got screwed in the game come back to reverse their fates in this multiverse. Cause that's what it's, the multiverse is all about. Yeah. You have alternate versions of yourself and they obviously chose at the right time. Cause everything happening with Marvel and the multiverse, like we had to see this coming a, a million miles away. But like that would have been a great season. It's like it's like if Ghost Island brought players back to correct their mistakes. It's like if Ghost Island from Survivor brought back Eric from Fans versus Favorites to try and make sure he didn't give away immunity or Andrew give him immunity I, right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, just ten weeks of safety. I saw a lot of jokes um, that Paul, um, who was a very infamous player in the later seasons was going to come back because in Big Brother 19, there were 16 new players. Paul entered the game after playing Big Brother 18, losing by one vote at the end. Um, he came back as a twist and replaced a player who got evicted on night one in a different way uh, and then went to second and then lost by one vote again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, his, a lot it's, of, his, it's his last name Grub. I feel like I've met this guy. No, it's Paul Abrahamian. I think is the last oh, name. Wow. But yeah, Paul lost two seasons in a row in second place by one vote. He should play again and see if that no, 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 no. <laughs> there were so many jokes. So many jokes. I was like, nope, not happening. Third time's the charm. Jack, before we take our quick ad break here, I do want to get this in before we move on to the actual competition side of things. Thoughts on how the house looks? So what were what was the four like mult like verses again? It was the comic oh, verse, yeah. the was, scramble verse, yeah, the scary verse, yeah, and there's one more I'm missing. Oh shoot, yeah, it's comics. It's scary. The scary verse. It's uh, scramble, scramble. Yeah. Oh man, I I don't remember. That's why I could not. I'm trying to think of the room. So the scram, <clears throat> the the scary room was the one with the zombies. The oh, it was the humiliverse. Oh yeah, I don't really know yeah, that with, now. <laughs> with, the, with the hot dog and the cheese bed, and there's a stool in there. So oh. Sari sat, sat on it last night to like have a seat, and it farted. Like it lets out fart noises when you sit on it. So like, <laughs> I I can't wait to see who chooses to sleep in that room. But yeah, so. Like, which room stood out to you? What do you think about the house? It's very, very, very... Not want to be, I would not want to be staying in the scary verse room because it's like literally zombie windows or whatnot. I feel like that would be impossible to sleep with. So what stood out uh, to you with the house? 
the the thing about Big Brother is that the rooms are always the same. They're always in the same location. And so they're always going to be the same general kind of layout. It's just different like, furniture pieces and different looks. Yeah. That being said, Big Brother can be very hit or miss with their houses. But, uh, you know, this season feels pretty good. Like, I wouldn't say it's like top tier house design, but some of the things actually look like it'd be in a house. Um, you know, I think my favorite is the comic book room. I'm literally looking at a picture of it right now. Like, all the cool black bold outlines of all like the lamps and the drawers and stuff like that's that stuff is pretty cool and then you have goofy things like the humiliverse and the scramble verse and the scary verse okay um, the scramble verse makes no sense because the scramble verse is that pink room i'm pretty sure yeah it's just and things all over the place i think it doesn't even look like there's things all over the place. <laughs> hold on, let's let's get a let's hold on. I'm gonna get a look at this. Uh, BB25 house. Yeah, so yeah, that just looks, it looks weird. Like, it looks sophisticated. Looks it like looks like something in like Real Housewives or like I don't know. It just looks weird. It doesn't look like an actual like. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's very hit or miss with these house designs, and sometimes they're really good, sometimes they're really bad. It's not like Survivor where it's always going to be a different kind of shelter. It's always going to be looking at least somewhat kind of different. Like it looks similar and it looks the same. And this one, it's okay. It's not, it's not great. It's not, it's not bad. Oh man. Well, we, we do have, I mean, we do, it sounds like we kind of like the house, but it's kind of like, eh, there's some, yeah. there's some highs, some lows. Uh, we're going to take a quick ad break. When we get back, we will get into the competition and then the two huge, or I guess we already spoke about one, but the one other huge twist uh, that the house guests had to deal with tonight. We will be right back. Hi, Survivor Now podcast listeners. I am Katie from KT Designs, better known as Katie Tedesco Art on both Instagram and Etsy. I have been designing and selling Survivor products for over seven years at my Etsy shop, including replicas like hidden immunity idols and Survivor trading cards with all of the players' stats on the back. I am so grateful for Survivor Now for giving me this shout out and helping me reach even more super fans. I love listening to their podcast. So if you are looking for some really unique reality TV products for yourself or to give a super fan in your life, come check out my Etsy shop at www.etsy.com slash shop slash katietedescoart.com. I have to update that ad because she doesn't mention it in that because obviously we're a Survivor show. She made it for the Survivor show. She also makes Big Brother keychains. So if you want to go get your own Big Brother keychain, and have the vision of being on the season, uh, go check her out. She makes some incredible uh, products over there. I actually applied to be on this season. A Big Did Brother. you? This was the first Big Brother season. Wow, look at that. So I felt like my audition tape was really good too, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could keep up with some of the personalities that they have uh, on the show. Have you ever applied for Big Brother, Jack, or just? Um, I applied to Survivor one time when I was 18 just to apply. I'm waiting for the right time. I still got a year and a half left with school. Um, so I think after that year and a half, uh, based on the current job market, I'm going to start uh, applying for Big Brother and Survivor, see what I can land. Um, 
but yeah, I haven't applied yet, but I'm going to. I know, I know I'm going to. So. I just I just sent in my Survivor audition tape yesterday, so fingers hey, crossed. Hey, yeah, yeah, I, love I love how you said the job market. I agree. I need to be on one. I feel like I was born to be on reality TV somewhere. So, Same uh, here, bro. <laughs> let's get into the actual house now. Um, we already talked about the multiverse twist, um, how the house looks. Sorry, I had to find my spot here. Uh, oh, let's talk about these challenges. So there's four challenges. We saw this last year. Is this a normal thing on Big Brother? Is there usually yes, like four yes. challenges? Uh, not, this is this is a different kind of thing, but this is also kind of – this is similar to last season. So last season there were three competitions, um, and instead of it being the losers get nominated – the winners would move on to the final round where they would compete, and the winner of that final round would be HOH. Usually they um, crown an HOH on the first night, don't they not? They, they usually do. This is pretty different. Uh, there's been a few times, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but there's been a few times where they've not crowned an HOH on the first night. This isn't uncommon. In this way, I, I don't think it's uncommon as well. I don't think we've seen this exact iteration of this twist, but we've seen variations. We've seen like different versions. Um, you know, I like it. I like it. I don't know. Be, not it's being okay. a big brother, but not being like a big brother fanatic. Like I like the twist. I was like, oh, I this think is fair. fun. I, I think it's fair. I think in a way it's fair. Well, no, no, it is fair because uh, Julie said, all right, you can go to the red, you can go to the yellow. So you had to go to one of the squares. So you had to pick which competition you wanted to go to. So if you really saw a competition that you were like, oh, this looks good for me, go to that competition. Yeah, they right? didn't, there, there weren't too many times where I saw them actually like racing to get to a comp. I feel like I would run yeah. in and look at them and be like, okay, which one can I win right off the bat? Because you got to know, you got to kind of be expecting as a Big Brother fan what you're going to be going through. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. They did give us this twist. Whoever loses the competition, whoever came last, would be nominated. Now, do we think uh, the people nominated, and we're going to get more to them in a second, do we think they'll have the chance to win head of household and take themselves like off the block? No, I don't think so. Um, I've seen there's a, there's a twist in Big Brother Canada, which is another thing. Um <laughs> Uh, there's a twist in Big Brother Canada where um, the House votes for two people to be nominated and the people with the most votes get nominated. Um, then there's a veto competition where the nominees can actually play and take themselves off. And then at the end of the week, there's an HOH where the nominees can't win uh, and the HOH decides who of the nominees goes home. Um, oh, wow. So, so it could small power. So it could be that. It could be like a backwards week. It could very well be if we see the veto first. Here's what we're going to see today, in my opinion, or in the next couple of days. If feeds go down for a very long time, I'm talking like four hours, five hours, somewhere in that ballpark, and someone comes back and you see the key or the veto around their neck, that's how we're going to know. If it's a key, we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea how this week is really going to play out. If it's a veto – it's likely a backwards week. Um, and so the nominees can't save themselves with the HOH, but they can with the veto. They always can. There's never been an instance where the nominees, except for instant evictions, which suck, um, 
the nominees will always be able to save themselves with the veto. So I was they definitely say, you have can't, a chance. You can't take that power away from them, the power of veto. I feel like that's yeah, yeah, sometimes. Uh, that, yeah, that's something I would not like. Uh, sometimes you just got to stick to what makes the show good and entertaining. Uh, Jack, out of all these uh, competitions, which one would you be the best at? So you had the wire one where I felt bad for them because they were the ones that got gooed. You had the one where you just had to kick yourself in the butt. That looked fun. Uh, you had the zombie one, which is probably the least entertaining challenge I've ever seen on a reality. It looked like it looked like they were just laying there. Like I'm sure it was pulling, but to the audience, it looked like for how long? Like at least ten minutes or so. It looked no, like it was just, a while. It looked like they were just laying there. There was like nothing. And then you had the, the puzzle one where you had to take the puzzle and put it back in the box. Uh, I'll say, I think, I don't think I'd come first on the butt kicking challenge, but I do think I would have done good enough to survive because, oh my gosh, what's your name again? Um, Kirsten, you gotta, you gotta pump faster. You gotta, you gotta pump, like, man. She was literally like as slow as possible. I feel like, um, I feel like I do good on that. And I also feel like I would do good on the zombie one because, yeah. I don't know how hard they were pulling, but I'm not strong. I'm not, but I have a really good grip. Like when I hang on to something, I'm latched on and I feel like I'd be good at that. So like the one I know I wouldn't be good at is the other two. I'm, I can't yeah. put something away. That puzzle would have stumped me. And then I didn't even understand the wire thing. I still don't like exactly understand it. I think I would have uh, – I would like to say I'd be good at the wires, but it went so quickly that I didn't even get time to, like, figure it out or study it. And yeah. I don't know – like, that's a high pressure, you got to really perform kind of thing. The butt kicking's fine. I think I would have done fine at it. I the can puzzle, see you, Jack. I can see you literally. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I think the one I would have had the most fun with and probably done the best at is the puzzle. I, I like puzzles. I like tangrams. I like slide puzzles, jigsaws. So I, I think I'd do pretty pretty good at that. The grip one, I don't know. I, I think I'd do fine. I, you know, it's all hit or miss, but I think I'd probably just do best at the puzzle because that's what, you know, things that I'm good at. So. Derek Frazier from uh, season 23 of Big Brother, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. literally tweeted and said, you're telling me the first challenge of the season's a laying down challenge? What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, absolutely <laughs> that's 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 yeah <laughs> ab ab absolutely love it uh so the the final thing we have to talk about here is the four current house nominations that is jared which is uh Suri's son kirsten who we've talked about felicia who we haven't mentioned i love her and well, from, the live feeds, from the live feeds her and Suri latched on to each other immediately um for yep. those of you who aren't watching the live feeds and then Corey, uh, who is Zach's brother. So not a good showing for Survivor players. Um, and Corey also got pulled into the the nether re Like, I hate <laughs> to say, I was about to say nether region. And I was like, I shouldn't really say that. The nether That's region. what Julie called it, so I guess it's fine. Oh, did she really call it the nether region? She, she called it the nether region multiple, multiple times. It's so and so another thing about the live feeds and I'm not going to be someone who keeps up with the live feeds, but I'll tune in from time to time. Um, but I will say I watched it last night for like three hours. I don't know why <laughs> Jack helped me out. But anyways, 
when I when they came on, like she literally made it a big deal. Like we don't know how long Corey's gonna be there, so I thought he would be like, yeah, excluded from the conversations. But as soon as the live feeds came on, he was out there talking with everyone. So I was like, what was what was the point in that? Like he was, I don't know if you saw that, Jack. He was out talking. I did everybody like he barely spent any time there which i thought was going to be a huge twist so my question is who is the most in trouble i would have said Corey because that's a big thing to be away from the house but he wasn't away from the house and now i'm kind of leaning towards kirsten just for the reason i don't feel people are connecting with her i think the person who's the most safe is felicia i know that's a shock that could be shocking to some people since she's like the older woman and that's typically an archetype that doesn't do very do, well. Do very well. Felicia, yeah. Felicia's in. Like the fact that she now has Sari, someone who is a survivor legend and someone who is so good at every game that she plays that she not only bonds with Sari but hides with Sari. In Survivor, when you align with Sari, there's a good, good chance <laughs> you're gonna win the season. Um, Heroes versus villains is an anomaly. We'll ignore that. But Panama. You have Aris, who won the season. Aris was aligned with Sari. In Micronesia, you had Parvati. Parvati was aligned with Sari. Oh. Game changers, you have Sarah, who, for a good amount of time, was aligned with Sari. If you are aligned with Sari, good things happen to you and not to Sari, because Sari <laughs> often gets screwed by some dumb twist. Except, except um, for traitors. Except for in the traitors. Except for traitors, where she and Snake in the Grass, where she killed it both times. So Felicia is in the best spot because not only is she in that great spot where she's aligned with Sari, but she's also pretty good on her own. Like see, she's a sociable, kind person. I think people, I think people like her. I don't think she's going to have a problem. I think people were scared. I don't think she's going to have a problem personally. I think she's going to be fine. Competitions might not be the strong suit, but you know, whatever. Uh, Jared is probably the next most safe. I think he's right in that middle. I don't think he's doing anything bad. I don't think he's doing anything spectacular yet. I think... Surely Sari's going to get people to save her son. Surely. I mean, come on. Sari's definitely going to help Jared out. Of course she is. Um, And I think Jared's fine. The next person I have to say that's in danger is Corey. And I still think Corey is in danger because Corey was away for like maybe a little bit of time, but also the fact that I think a lot of people perceive Corey as a pretty smart guy. Like Corey's not doing a good job at hiding that he knows a lot about Big Brother and knows a lot about Survivor. I think Corey could catch some heat. Like like, we'll get to Kirsten, but (laughs) Corey is – Definitely someone that could be in the hot seat and could be a potential secondary target slash bigger target. Now, will Sari and Jared want to save Corey because of the survivor connection? Maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe that gets rid of a person who, you know, knows about their connection. And so it's really just that. Wow. We're getting into studies. Someone said on Twitter, I know I keep bringing up Twitter stuff. I was dying last night at some of the Twitter stuff, the Twitter verse. Uh, it's the verse that, uh, who's the host name again? I'm sorry. Julie. 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 Yeah, Julie. 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 Yeah, I had a brain fart. Uh, she didn't mention the Twitter verse. And someone said last night, if Corey gets voted out first, him and Zach should go on Amazing Race just to see what would happen. 
I am ecstatic. Like the, the oh my god, the first boot. Oh, that would be fantastic. But I'm gonna get into strategy a little bit because I love talking about uh, reality TV strategy because it's the best part about it. Um, it could be a really interesting and I think good move to actually have Sari and Jared get rid of Corey because mm-hmm. Corey knows about their connection. Corey's already nominated, so it wouldn't be a crazy out of the out of the out of the park thing. And it sends them. This is the biggest thing. It sends a message to Izzy, the other person that knows about their connection, because oh, if like they send a message. They send Sari goes Izzy, you ever out us? You're going just like Corey. When did when did you say on the live feeds? No, 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 no. That's that never happened. That never okay. happened. But I, thought, I, I, thought you I said no, that. no, 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 no. I was like Sari came no. to <laughs> Um no, I'm just saying this is a hypothetical, right? She would okay, never no, say that to she would never say that to Izzy's face. Um that's why but I was, it so would be, I was like, oh. Yeah, that would be nuts. But it's an implied message to Izzy, right? You send Corey home, who surely knows. You're sending a message to Izzy, like, hey, we trust you. But if you ever screw us, you're going on the block and you're going home. That's an implied message. And so it's an out-of-the-way out fear tactic, but it could work so, so well. And I think, I think it could be an interesting approach. And then the last person, Kirsten, um, she was fine. She wasn't great at the kicking yourself in the butt competition. She was just rolling with the motions. Um but on the feeds, she has been overplaying out the wazoo to the point where it's not good overplaying. There was a person last season, Paloma. She got, uh, she walked uh, first, and she was the first person out of the game. She was overplaying the living hell out of the house. But for the first few days, it was kind of working for her. For the first few days, she had a lot of people on her. Yeah, she had a lot of people on her side. A lot of people trusted her. A lot of people liked her. Uh, it started to deteriorate. But if you overplay enough and then you let go, it could work. And we've seen it work. We've seen people who overplay work. Um, but if you overplay and it's just not good overplaying, and people know you're overplaying. You're done for. I think Kirsten personally is going to be done for. And today, if there's any other indication that Kirsten's going to get targeted, she's gone. Like, I don't another see thing, it. Well, another thing about Kirsten is um, watching the live feeds last night. I Was she in – there was an alliance that formed in the gym, and it was basically the strong guys and a few of the, the pretty girls, basically. And yeah. I, I think she was included in that. Uh, again, forgive me for not knowing all their names at the minute at the moment, but it was five people. It was basically the young athletic people who got in like this alliance that they were talking about. Who knows if that stays? That's a day one alliance. But I just feel like five is not the number. Like that, you would have to bring on two more people in your alliance. And I don't know if they can get that. And out of the entire alliance, there was only one person that was on the block. Actually, two, I think, because I think it was Jared and Kirsten on the block from that alliance. So that'll be interesting to see as well. I I agree. I think Kirsten is in the most trouble. She wasn't really connecting with people. Uh, we did get a comment from 
uh, IS. I'll say that. A Felicia and Sari final two would be iconic. Oh, my God. That would be the greatest. I'm telling you, there would be some great final twos. This would be the greatest final two of all time. Like, I'm going to go in an arc. Say, I mean, you have Sari, the survival legend, but Felicia's just such a great person and such a breath of fresh air. Like, 100%, that would be one of the greatest final. I was, the greatest I, final. I was already mad last night because I saw both of them were the two making dinner and everything. I was like, what? What is this? Making these Ridiculous. old women make dinner for you? Come on. Come on. Step up, everyone. Maybe they wanted to. I don't know. But, okay, so that is the main show. Uh, the last thing we are going to do here is we are going to talk about anything on the live feeds that we saw that we just kind of wanted to shout out. So if you are someone who does not want to be spoiled by anything on the live feeds, go ahead and tune out now. I will say anytime that I'm on, we will not talk about who won head of household or anything like that. We yes. won't We won't bring that up on the show. We will never bring up who won the competitions or who got nominated. We're just talking about conversation-wise uh, what we saw that stood out to us. So I'll say last night there was a moment. Uh, Sari and Jared, it was funny. Jared walked in. She goes, hey, Jared, like they've never met before. And as soon as Sari got a moment alone with Jared, her her whole demeanor changed. She went from like smiling stuff to straight face and said, let me tell you something. I just overheard you talking to Kirsten about how you guys were talking about who knows what. And you said, I'll talk to you again later. Clean that shit up. People don't need to know who you're talking to later. When you're done with your conversation, just walk away. You'll get to her. She knows she'll get to her. But you don't need people like me or someone else coming in and overhearing that because then they perceive you as a threat. You two are a duo and et cetera, et cetera. That is amazing. That I think that's really cool that Sari is coaching Jared helping him out because there were people who were like, why are you, you? They feel like Suri is stealing the spotlight from Jared. This is finally his opportunity to play. He's been trying to get on a show. Um, I don't think that's the case. Like I would love, like if my mom was a famous mom, I'd be a little like shocked. Like, Oh, why are you, why are you here? But I would be happy to play. That's going to be an experience for them. But I have seen people say is Suri if Sari and Jared make it to the end, would Sari try to win or would she step aside for her son? Oh my God. Because we know how much Sari cares about family. She loves her husband. She loves her son. If they make it to the end, will she, I mean, I'm not expecting her to be like, Julie, I don't want the votes. Like I don't want the votes. Everyone vote for Jared. I'm not expecting that. But would she put her best foot forward? Or would she just kind of say a few things and let Jared shine? This is the most interest this is one of the most interesting debates in Survivor history. It's a bit and Sir and Big Brother. It's a debate of what if. Right. Uh Dick and Danielle, we're going back to them in Big Brother 8. Uh they both tried to get the win. Because they were they were like a straight, they weren't really like that close. It was like a very heated dynamic. So they were both trying to individually win. We have never seen a couple or a, a, like a loved one pair make the end and have to campaign against each other when they actually love each other. The closest we got was, I think, Missy and Baylor in San Juan del Sur. Yeah. I'm so interested to see what happens if they get to the end because that's never happened before. 
we that's uncharted territory. We don't know what kind of like what kind of dynamic is going to play out. Is it like is it Jared wants to give it to his mom who has been on so many shows, has one son, but <laughs> CBS shows she's gotten screwed every time. Or does Sari want to give it to Jared first show, you know, make it a Fields dynasty rather than a Fields matriarch? Like, it's such an interesting debate that I think we're going to have to table it because I don't know. I really do think, don't know. Do you think either of them would vote the other out? I, I could see Jared doing it. I do not see. Sari I could I could see, I could see both ways. I can honestly see both yeah. ways. I can. I I think if Jared knew that voting out his mom would be the best move to win the game and would get him the win, if Jared had his mom on the jury, that that's a vote. That that's a vote, and that's say, a, that's a jury. I will say I've met Sari, and she is competitive as they come. Like so, maybe I should. I wouldn't be surprised if Jared is about to ruin her like her game. Could we see Sari be like? I got to cut you loose, son. I'm sorry. I, I was researching the traitors last night. I didn't watch the traitors, but I was researching it. Um, and this is not a family connection, but Sari and Ari. Ari was The Bachelor like a long time ago. Um, Sari and Ari were the traitors. And in order to get to the end, Sari had two allies. Ari didn't. People kind of thought that Ari was a traitor. They had no idea Sari was a traitor. In order to win individually, Sari voted to banish, and everybody else wanted to just go to the end. Sari voted to banish, and so Ari decided to leave the game because Sari betrayed Ari. If they all went to the end, Sari and Ari would have split the prize money. Sari betrayed Ari, Ari walked, and Sari got all the money for herself. Would she do it to her family? I don't know. But she can. She will cut Boy, your with throat. That, that she would will. be amazing television. It, I don't think she would do it. I don't think Suri would cut Jared like final eight, final seven in Big Brother. But if it was final four or final three and Jared was going to win the game if he made it to the end, yeah, Suri might cut him. The crazy thing is they're in two different alliances. Like I said, Jared connected with like the younger crowd while Sari connected with the more outgoing, like outlandish, I guess I should say, an older crowd. I think that could really help their game. I don't know. If, I don't know what conversations they had before going out on Big Brother. I have no idea if they had any at all. This might have been a last minute thing because Sari was scheduled to be at the lip syncing event in New York. Yeah. And didn't show up. So I don't know if they didn't want her son to know. And they called Sari like a week before the competition and said, Hey, you want to come play big brother? And she flew out. Like, I don't know, but I will say like, that would be ingenious strategy, especially if no one, if most of the house doesn't know they're related, he's with them. She's with her. She's with her group. They have both groups locked up. They don't even have to play both sides. It's just Jared telling his mom, his mom telling Jared, they, and they can just focus on their alliance. They really got to make sure that there are no giant alliances, no super alliances, and that their individual alliances are small. I think a max of five with them in it works perfectly. If Sari has four people, if Jared is four people, they're not giant alliances, but they're 10 people. 
who are like, okay, we're not going to target these people, and Sari and Jared are the unknown bridge, and then they can roll with those two separate alliances, and then they figure it out from there. Um, I will have to say, I, you know, sometimes I got things to do in my life. I, I got things. I got work. I got school. Yes. I, like, I got things to do. So a lot of people, like, even ask me, like, where do I get updates for the feeds? Because they're live. I'm going to miss them. I'm not going to get great replays. The two places I recommend, if you want a top-level summary, you can read through in no more than five minutes. I think it's Big Brother Daily. Let me make sure. Big Brother Daily. And I'll go I'll go ahead and shout out. I know it's like, why are you shouting out another podcast? But what's his name? Tarin for Rob has a podcast. He does daily updates if you do want to listen. that. I'll shout him out because we're not going to do that. We're not doing daily live feed updates. So he yeah. usually does. I know that's one that I know of. Uh, sorry, it's Big Brother Network. Big Brother Network uh, is a great top-level summary. It's five minutes, and you get half a day's worth of feeds. It doesn't go really in-depth on anything, so you know, you're going to have – it's just kind of general summary, but you get the big picture. If you want in-depth stuff, you want house guest ratings, you want things like that, Joker's updates, I swear by it. Joker's updates are the best in-depth feed updates. They provide house guest ratings. They do, they do everything. There are spoilers, so you got to be careful. Um, but if you want in-depth stuff as the feeds are going, Jokers is the way to go for I sure. Hadn't, I hadn't heard of Jokers. I might need to check that one out. It is, it's definitely, in my opinion, the best overall place to get any kind of updates on the game. Um, if you can watch feeds, watch the feeds. Because the, mo the, the feeling you get when you're on the feeds the first time you're watching moments firsthand, and you're watching, like, I remember um, back in Big Brother 23, Derek X, one of my favorite players ever, um, starts to integrate himself into the house after being a potential backdoor target. That night was exhilarating, and I was on the feeds for, like, seven hours just watching <laughs> Derek X move. It was so awesome. Those moments are really, really awesome, but sometimes you can't see him, and so... Look at these updates. Just look at these updates. You'll get caught up, and then you can just hop back into it. You know, it, it I know there was there was one time I saw a showman. Sorry, I can't remember who it was, but I was just watching these two people like talk all day. Like you could tell they're flirting and stuff like that. And then they go lay down on one of the beds, and I'm just watching them, and I'm like listening to the conversation. They were started off strategy, then they started talking about other stuff, and then you see him just like lean in and kiss her, and I was like. Watching it, I don't know why it was exhilarating. I was like, ah, 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 they're kissing. Ah, let's go. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the live feeds. I love them so much. And I, I'm going to try to tell myself not to spend hours and upon hours a day watching them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, the one thing I don't like is like, like I said, I tune in every so often. I'll watch like an hour or two hours and then I tend to log off. I don't like that I'll do that and then I'll see who head of household is and then I'll be like, well, I know I know who's going to win the head of household competition, but at the same time, spoilers don't affect me as much as they affect like other people. Like when we're doing international coverage for Survivor, <clears throat> I get an email saying you're interviewing these people next week. So I already know who's going home before the episode airs. 
but it's still fun to watch how it plays out and like and stuff like that. So I always about the jury. And you'll never be spoiled when it comes to evictions because that happens live on Thursday night. So I Jack, I feel like this has been a great show. Have you do you have anything else you'd like to add on? Big Brother is a very great it's a great show. It's a great concept. It's great all around. Um, don't if you're watching this, obviously you're probably not much of a casual watcher of Big Brother. You're probably going to be pretty in depth watching it. Don't rely on the episodes as your only way to watch Big Brother. I'm telling you, some of the episodes can be such a drag sometimes. Really, just spend a little bit of time on the live feeds if you have it. Read some updates and don't just completely revolve your world around Big Brother. They're, they're free this season, too. I have to put they it on the live feed. This is, I think this is the first season in a long time the feeds are free. It's on Pluto, Pluto TV. TV. Yeah, you have ads, or you can watch it on Paramount Plus uh, ad-free as well. Where if you don't have Paramount Plus and you're trying to decide if it worth is it worth it, if you're a reality TV fan, yes, they have every season of Big Brother, every season of Survivor. I they got a lot they of challenge them. too. A lot of the challenge, like amazing race. Yeah, that's got, that's the only reason I have it is because all of the re like all reality TV is on there, and you can go back and watch it. And the live feeds are free there. If well, if you have Paramount Plus without yeah. ads, but. I mean, Jack, I couldn't agree more. I'm excited for the season. Now, let, let me just say, everyone, this uh, Big Brother Now got thrown together literally yesterday. I just went, mm, should we? Yeah. Jack, Jack and Will have been wanting to cover it for a while. I've been thinking about it, but then I'm like, oh, we're a Survivor show, so it doesn't really make sense. But then I just said, you know, screw it. Let's do it. There's Survivor people on this season. It makes sense to finally cover it. So bear with us as we figure stuff out, as we figure out how we're going to cover uh, Big Brother's seat. I'm used to saying Survivor. <laughs> um, I will say it is unclear the schedule that we're going to have for the show. I haven't decided if we're going to <clears throat> cover every episode. Like there's an episode Sunday. Maybe we'll do a show on Monday. Then if there's an episode on Tuesday, we'll do a show on Wednesday. And then we'll do the eviction show on Thursday. Yeah. We might, We might do that. There is a possibility because I know there's me. I'm going to try to watch this season. Jack's watching the season. Will's watching the season. Will's a huge Big Brother guy. He's watching the live feeds and everything. Uh, Matthew's watching the season. I guess Ollie is watching because Ollie was in the chat today talking about it. So uh, I think David might be watching it. Tegwith might check it out. So moral of the story, there's plenty of us who are watching it. So there might be enough people to be like, who's available on Monday and try to get at least two of us i think we might be able to do that if yeah. we can't if we can't there will be episodes um friday not or sometime on fridays to talk about the week and the eviction so we will let you guys know very soon by by next week by sunday's episode actually you'll know how it's gonna play out uh but thank you guys so much for watching if you're still watching at this point you are a committed survivor now and big brother now fan and we appreciate you don't forget to check out all of our content on our website, SurvivorNowPodcast.com. Check out our social medias, Instagram at SurvivorNowPodcast, Twitter at SurvivorNowPod. Listen and leave us a rating on Spotify. We've been getting a lot of five out of five ratings on Spotify. We really appreciate you guys. Become a member. We have exclusive content available for you guys and more coming out uh, once Survivor gets back into the swing of things. And if you cannot support us by giving us a small monthly fee, 
then you can also support us for free by sharing this video with with all your friends, letting them know we exist, leaving us a like, and subscribing to the channel. We really do appreciate it. We appreciate all of you who you know watch and listen, and that's the reason we do this, and because we love speaking about reality TV. But Jack, thank you for joining me today, and here's to an incredible my water. Here's to an incredible. Wait, what, what, Fanta? Is that Fanta or what? Is no, that? it's water, but the cup turns orange when there's liquid in it. That is some multiverse shit right there. <laughs> Here is to an incredible season of Big Brother, uh, and we'll see you guys next time.